Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you look at different heroes in the game and although the Celtics lost, I think Romeo Lankford played well. Yeah, Grant so Williams was. was big in that game. I mean, yes. Grant hit at least three threes just to keep them in hailing distance. And your guy, the Time Lord, played really well uh, uh, running up and down the court, blocking shots, making little quick plays around the basket. And in the day, he was a guy who was locked up with Julius Randle one on one. So it was it was a uh, it was a half full glass for me. The big girls love that. Chicks love the last shot opportunity. All right, brand new season, brand new episode of the Cedric Maxwell podcast. And man, that first game did not disappoint. I am, of course, Joseph Pavone. He is Cedric Maxwell. We'll also talk about the saga continuing down in Philadelphia between Ben Simmons and now Daryl Morey. Uh, had had more than a few words to say. I'm sure you guys have heard about it. We'll get Max's reaction from it, of course. We'll dive into that. But first thing first, Max, we got ourselves a double overtime thriller to start the regular season. The Boston Celtics at MSG against the New York Knicks. And this game did not disappoint, man. Double OT, 138 to 134. And Jalen Brown with the career night, 46 points, set a new career high. Of course, it wasn't enough. They did come up short. But, Max, I'm going to throw it to you. Give me your uh, immediate reaction from the game. What did you think of, uh, of, of the first game, game one of 82? Man, if all of them are like this, I'm going to have to put my helmet on because that was a great game. Uh, obviously, I probably would want the Celtics to win. But uh, at the end of the day, I think that they showed a lot of character, a lot of grit. And, uh, you know, to get the game into overtime and then to essentially like it, it just seemed like it was mental fatigue at the end for both teams. Nobody could do anything at the end of the basketball game for a while. They were hitting shots and then. It's everything dropped off. Uh, Jalen was uh, Jalen Brown was fantastic. I mean, if there's a way that you if, if you have COVID and you saying you're coming back and you playing short stints and his stints equal up to almost 46, 47 minutes. And uh, he was just sensational shooting the ball from all kind of angles, rebound the basketball, making steals. He was he was unbelievable. And then the flip side of that is you look at Tatum. Tatum couldn't shoot that bad if he had a bag over his head. I mean, essentially, he just could not buy a basket. And he had a lot of wide-open looks for him, and he yeah. just couldn't do it. Yeah, yeah, it was a cold, cold shooting night for, for Jason Tatum. But it's funny. You said uh, – when you, when you said <laughs> – Jalen Brown, you know, going through COVID, I thought what you were going to say was, I thought you were going to say, if anybody gets COVID in the NBA this season, Jalen Brown's the guy to call, right? Because uh, before this game, he talked about uh, working on meditating, uh, breathing exercises. I think we can say that it, it worked for him, right? It, it definitely worked. I mean, because Brown had the, the, the up-close 
you know, experience of seeing Jason Tatum go through it. And Tatum struggled, if you remember, right? Last season when he came back from COVID, he talked about having breathing problems. And, you know, because of that, I feel like Jalen was able to get ahead of it. And, of course, yeah. himself with that first game. Well, it, it affects everybody different ways. And I think that in Jalen's case, maybe it wasn't as severe. Uh, he talked about it before the game, saying he was hoping he was not going to have to have an inhaler. Uh, and that's what Tatum did when he was down in Washington uh, for a while. He said he just couldn't breathe. And and it was seemed like exactly the opposite. Celtics for a minute, I think Ime was was babying Jason. Yeah. Uh, um, well, it was baby, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, Jalen Brown. Jaylen, and, you know, suddenly he's just like, you know what? I want to win this game. And he looks like he's playing well. And, and he just let them play. Let the dogs run. But yeah. I think you look at different heroes in the game, and although the Celtics lost, I think Romeo Langford played well. Yeah, Grant Williams was big in that game. I mean, yes. Grant hit at least three threes just to keep them in hailing distance. And your guy, the Time Lord, played really well uh, of, of running up and down the court, blocking shots making little quick plays around the basket. And in the day, he was a guy who was locked up with Julius Randle one-on-one. So it was, it was a, uh, it was a half full glass for me, not half. (laughs) Yeah. I I hear that, Max. I I do. And, and and I'm glad you brought up Grant Williams because for someone that was getting, for someone who had his hands full with Julius Randle, he kept his composure. He kept his head up high. Not only did he knock down those three consecutive three-pointers, but he also got that steal and breakaway layup. Six months ago, Max, I don't know if he's able to do that, you know? And, and I'm not picking on Grant in the sense of, you know, he's he, he wasn't the same guy last season. No, I mean, this is has this is a direct uh, response to him taking care of his body and coming into to, to training camp in shape and ready to go. I mean, we saw that, you know, that paid dividends. Yeah, I think the confidence is something else, too. When you're going into your second year, then your third year, you you kind of know the game a lot better. He's still playing in a very odd position. The Celtics were extremely small. But for the time that he got on the floor, he performed really well. Um, you know, Julius Randle came in and shot the ball. And and then H, uh, Barrett came in. And then he started getting some baskets for New York. But it was Evan Fournier, the ex-Celtic, that really oh, shot him in that shot the Celtics in the foot by knocking jump shots. Kimberly had a few shots. Uh, but not enough to say, ah, oh, see what you did. But it was Evan Fournier who really was a guy who knocked down shots. And, and really, I think he was the hero of the game for uh, the New York Knicks. He was the one that made it go after Randall got slowed down a little bit. I can't continue this conversation until we talk about more about Jason Tatum, man. I, I feel like you let him slide for, for the way he was playing, for his approach in that double overtime in both of the extra periods. I mean, come on, Max. What happened to the guy that was taking it to the rack and getting to the free throw line throughout the entire preseason? You know? Well, you think you think of the preseason. Preseason, he didn't shoot the ball well. He didn't have he didn't have no, you know, like uh, you know, eight for nine or something like that. He didn't he didn't really sh- he has not really shot the ball well so far this year. Yeah, but Max, it wasn't a well balanced attack though, right? During the preseason. I'm not, I'm not giving me- Excuse, I think one of the things, and I've said this before, great players do. When their jump shot is not going, they attack the rim. And they start scoring from the free throw line. That's something that did not happen for him last night. Right. Several times when he tried to get to the rim where he got his shot blocked. 
So here we go again, Max. Let's go back to the conversation we had a couple weeks ago. Can there really be two alphas? Because I only see one. Regardless if, if the other one is close, is flirting with the 50-point night, I mean, I felt like Jalen Brown had to pick his spots and get in the ball. And I don't, I don't necessarily agree with that. I thought he was the guy to go to. He had the hot hand, and, and Jason Tatum was, was ice cold. Well, I think they did. They went to Brown a lot. I mean, for him to score that many points, you had to go to him. He was able to yeah, score. Well, he had 20 in the first quarter, Max. I mean, if you ask me, if, you ask me if, if Jason Tatum had 20 in the first quarter, if he was playing the way Jalen was playing, he hits 50 with, with, with ease, with no, no problem. He, he gets the 50 easily. I think that you're right from a standpoint that the Celtics are always trying to incorporate Tatum in the game. And because they're nice when you don't have it, that's when you have to be a facilitator. You're a pass in the basketball. So last night he didn't have it offensively. And the Celtics several times saved him from having one of those embarrassing games. You think about it, when he would, when the Celtics could have gotten fouled in regulation, uh, Tatum gets the basketball, has to pass it up after he falls on the floor and gets the ball up the floor to Marcus, who was in the corner, truly did a great job. Huge job. He kicked the ball over to uh, Marcus, and Marcus saved him, knocked down the shot. But then Tatum had two or three times. I know a couple of times, by the game, Celtics had the ball with the score tied. He ISOed one-on-one. It was one of those dribbling fits that he got into and just didn't, just could not make the shot that night. I was having flashbacks of last season, Max. I was like, man, what happened? What's going on here? We didn't see that in the first quarter. In the first quarter, it was the same team we saw through the preseason. You know, granted, it didn't give it didn't buy them a huge lead, but they were they were efficient. You know, the offense wasn't stagnant, and of course, Jalen Brown was was getting buckets like it was nobody's business. Well, I think the thing that they did in the first half, as you said, move the basketball a lot more via the pass. And there are times when you watch Tatum, the ball sticks to his hands like he has glue on it. Mm-hmm. Because of that, everybody's around watching and not moving without the basketball. So I think that Ime is going to have to do a better job addressing just that ball movement, people movement. And I think it's going to be a lot easier for Brown and for Tatum to score the basketball. I think these guys missed Al. You know, I think Al could have helped with that a bit, especially down the stretch. I think Al would have been good for Julius Randle. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that. And he could have knocked down shots, but I think he would have slowed down Julius Randle because he has some wingspan, he has the strength, and he has the quickness to stay in front of him. So I would love to see Al playing. But, again, you just look at who was there. They played yeah. well enough to win the game last night. We're back and we're better than ever. A new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code CLNS50 to receive your bonus. That's CLNS50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. From basketball, football, baseball, postseason, NHL, boxing, and UFC, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. It's bet online where the game starts. I mean, don't get me wrong, Max. I'm not. I'm not looking at this game in frustration. I'm not saying, "Oh man, this team that was you know pathetic." No, that that was a that was a drag out fight. That was exactly what we expected in Madison Square Garden with Jalen going off the way he was going off. 
you know, the atmosphere. I mean, tell me about that, Max. I mean, you haven't you haven't covered a road game since before before COVID. So what was yeah, that like? It, it you was jump, a, it you jump was, into that arena, that it, atmosphere. Yeah, hey. it, was, it was a year and a half that we had not that we had played uh had been in the arena and that was Indianapolis and then we went out on our way to Milwaukee and Milwaukee everything was terminated. So for yes. me it was very exciting. by the end Max was drinking in Milwaukee. That's how that's oh, how bad that's how nervous he was when yeah, he found out. Yeah, yeah but it, you look at that game the way it was played it was just so many good things that happened and said the atmosphere fans were going crazy celebrity row was huge. It's almost like we were back. The only thing I did not like about celebrity row was nobody had a mask on. Everybody yeah. had seen so. Yeah, and Tracy Morgan was was posted up like Mr. T. What was up with that? I didn't know what. Man, I don't. Are, were they real? That's what when they asked somebody, with <laughs> was it that much gold? <laughs> Max is like, is this a, is it Halloween already? I mean, that? that was like Raiders to the Lost Ark. You know that kind of gold. I mean, it, it was like I couldn't. Maybe maybe he's trying to bring it back. I don't. Big those chains work. So yeah. that, that to me was was like okay, okay. Then Max, they had you, and all these other people there, but Tracy Morgan stood out because those changed to me. I'm gonna ask you a question, Max. You gotta be honest with me. But since you grew up in the South, I'm guessing that maybe maybe the answer is no. But back in the day, did you, have you, did you ever own a Dookie chain, gold Dookie chain? No, no, I ain't had that much money. Oh no, gold. The smallest I had was some little thin little peanutty chain that I had uh, many, many years ago. It's the only one I can ever say I've ever worn. I had a silver one one time uh, going around my neck, but like most chains, to start pulling the hair on my my, my body. You know, you get the chain and you say, ah! <laughs> so I've kind of taken that, that chain thing, like, I'm good. I'm good. I'm all set. <laughs> it was a short-lived little phase for you, huh? Short-lived. <laughs> All right, let's switch gears. Let's head down to Philly, man, because Daryl Morey—he's—he's—he's he's, like—he's he, pretty much the guy who's saying, "Look, if I haven't made this clear, let me make it crystal clear for you." Okay, he went on a record and said, "Look, this thing could drag out for four years because, in other words, we're trying to win a championship and we need Ben Simmons to help us with that." So I love the approach and saying, "Look, we need you, bro. Like, do you want us to say we need you, Ben? Okay, here it is, Ben. We need you." Yeah, Come back to us now. I think they do, but he has alienated himself. And he's pushed himself in such a corner that how can you actually bring him back into Philly? I mean, I, that's what I understand. I, can, I, I appreciate man up. I you got to man up, man. But, dude, you're coming back to the place that they booed Santa Claus. How do you figure all of a sudden, like, every, hold on, maybe it's me. Everything's going to be forgotten in Philly? Are you trying to say that by the fans? If they win, absolutely. Oh, hell no. If hell this no. team gets to the finals, Max, no, I think all for forget Santa Claus brings toys and all kind of goodies and all that kind of stuff. People in Philly, he was at a football game. They booed his ass. So, you know, when you boo Santa Claus. Yeah, but Max. It ain't, that, they ain't too much help for you. Max, that city, that city hasn't seen the NBA finals since AI was out there. Mm-hmm. You know, stepping over Tyrone Lou. Like, that was 20 years ago, Max. These guys are thirsty. Absolutely. But the thing is, are you even good enough to, to get there? I mean, I guess the answer to that is yes, but it's 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 complicated, right? It's not like, oh, if, if Ben comes back, oh, they're the favorites to win. No, it's still Brooklyn. It's still Milwaukee. Shit, I even put Miami in the mix. You know, it's not like it's a foregone conclusion. But I just think Morey is in a spot where he's like, look, I'm not getting, you know, 50 cents back on the dollar. 
I'm not getting anything like that. Okay. I committed to this guy and I'm going to stay committed. And if he wants to hold up, if he wants to play, if he wants to play chicken, I'm, I'm here. I'll stay still and be like, look, I'm not, I'm not budging. Well, here's the thing. I think that you could I always say this in the short term, you can win your share of games without a superstar player in the long terms where that's where it affects you. But he had affected them in such a negative way that you look at what they did going down to New Orleans. Granted, you know, it's not a real good team, but I would love to see what Philly is going to be like here in the next couple of weeks of uh, them trying to shoot the ball and knock down shots and, and defend the basketball. But it still starts and ends with Embiid. If Embiid is playing well, that's, that's, that's cancer Christmas. All right, let me ask you this then. If this team, let's say, I don't know, hypothetically, right? Let's say they get out the gate, they jump out the gate, I don't know, 13 and three or or even 18 and, and five or something like that. Let's just say hypothetically, right? Do you see the Philadelphia Saving Sixers at any point saying, you know what? We're good enough. Just trade them. Let's just cut ties now because that value is dropping the more, the longer we wait. Because that's how that's how we've seen these things play out in the NBA, right? It takes yeah. months. It takes a while, but eventually, you know, more times than not, that guy gets what they gets what he wants. Normally, what happens, you trade a guy like that in the summertime, and because it was such a short-lived season, he wasn't put in a position to be traded. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm still looking at the way these guys are playing and all the stuff around Philly, and I, I, <laughs> I feel you, man. I don't know. This way, I, I have never seen that I can remember in the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball, any any sport, any team sport, that you would have so much hatred for a player of, on the home team. Mm. And, and, and he hasn't even – here's the thing about it. He hasn't even stepped on the floor yet in Philly. What happens when he actually has to step on the floor in Philadelphia in front of those fans? That's going to be the part that's going to be wicked. Yeah. Well, that's why you, you're supposed to have those conversations. You're supposed to iron these issues out before the season, before preseason, before training camp. I mean, we've seen guys not report to training camp, but this whole thing, I mean, have you ever heard of something like that? Have you ever seen something like this, Max, where a player refuses to participate in a defensive drill? I, I've never seen that, but I've, I've seen guys hold out before. I mean, you think of Gus Williams. I want to say it was 1980. 1981, 1982, something like that. Gus Williams played with Seattle and sat out the entire year over contracts uh, squabble. And then came back, essentially, and they gave him the same deal. So he could never get the money back he lost. He lost about $650,000, but can never recoup that money. Yeah. I think that's what Moore is saying, too. It's like, okay, you don't want to play you, you're gonna you're gonna lose money. You're gonna get fined, and we're not gonna give you what you want just because you're gonna hold us. Out. You're not gonna hold us hostage. You know, you're either with us or you're not. And you can take those. You can take those fines. You can take those. I think that's a brilliant play. But what happens when they start losing? That's if what I'm saying. Losing, and you're looking at saying, "Man, we had we have Simmons right now." Then we would be so much better in long term. That's why Max, I, I, my my prediction is that he he they they trade him. They find a trade. They finally say, "Fuck it, just get him out of here." I'm so sick and tired of this, and we need to start winning some damn games. Shit, give me the sharpshooter from Minnesota, whatever, whatever team. I don't care. Give me a couple of shooters and a future first. Sign me up. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to get – this soap opera is going to be ugly. Uh, Just because it's Ben Simmons, they better get a shooter. That, that's it, my thing. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get a shooter. It's going to be ugly because you ha- you're talking about moving him, but you're talking about moving him for what? He's due $30 million. So you got to get back at least $28 million of salary just to make it, just make the numbers right. Mm-hmm. So he's going to get paid, but it's, it, it's, it's ridiculous where they're at now. It's insane. But I'm excited about the NBA season, man. I, I'm, I'm so pumped up. I, I just don't think, I mean, last year it was the same sort of, same sort of vibe, but this year it's even more so where I feel like you just can't call it. Like, who are the best, you know, who are the top teams to win it or who's a, a, a shoe-in to, to win it all? I don't think there is one. I think there's like five. Well, I don't think the Lakers are one of them. Come on, man. Uh, you don't believe that. What? You really you really believe that? I honestly believe that. Yeah, I can tell because, by that what. Because of the combinations. That Max what? <laughs> I can you know, tell. Because of the combinations that they don't have. What was their biggest Achilles heel last year? Health. Health, but also shooting. Did they address that? And when I got none, I think he's a better shooter. Avery Bradley, older, you got him. If this team, Carmelo, older, you know, if this team was was put together in, in uh, 2010, I'd be like, man, this is scary. But you yeah. got a team that right now is 2021, you're going to be 2022. It's like, how, how, do you, how do you really perform that well with that particular team? So that, that to me, that would, that would scare me. And then the fact that, to me, Westbrook does not fit the scenario. I think he's a brilliant player at what he does. But if you're talking about a team concept and individual accolades and team, he's going to put numbers up all day. But when it comes to the team and doing things the right way, that's why I think he's going to be hurt. Well, he's going to be forced to shoot, right? So, to your point, I mean, I think that that in itself is he he's he's the one that has to adjust the most and adjust his game to these guys. And obviously, he's not off to a great start. I mean, it is only one game, but you saw him struggle, uh, you know, shooting from the floor. But I mean, with those three guys, though, Max, you don't think that that's a at least if you don't get it to the Western Conference Finals, then that's a bust. I mean, I don't think this team is like that. Four Lakers team. This isn't like the Carl Malone and and. and Mm-hmm. On that team, <laughs> say this with me, Sway. Gary Payton and, and and Kobe and no, no, say this with me. They're old. They're old. LeBron is in what year right now? Yeah, but uh, he's a hello, Melo. He's an exception, Max. Right that's the that's the Tom Brady of the NBA. You know that, Max. Well, the game in the NBA changes up. In 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 professional football, they can't even hit Tom Brady without getting a flag thrown. Roughing the passer, roughing the passer. In the NBA, just the opposite. You get knocked down, you better get your ass up before people start stomping on you. So I, that's why I say I, I love what he brings to the table. I, I absolutely love what he brings to the table. Who else you like? Denver? Denver, I like Denver, but I'm not crazy about Denver. The team that people watch out for and not sleep on, it might be Golden State. Yeah, they bring it back. They bring back shooters, dude. Oh, yeah, yeah. Clay Thompson. Clay Thompson isn't back yet. 
So, yeah. I mean, what what do you want? I mean, this yeah. team right now is going to give a bunch of people some problems. If Steph Curry is back, Clay Thompson is back, Iguodala is back, this team already has a definitive backbone. Now, then you start adding other pieces in. Do they win or or how is that going to be? I just mm, – How do you feel about – sorry, go ahead. No, it's going to be something. How do you feel about the the, the uh, defending Western Conference champs, though? Because uh, this whole DeAndre Ayton thing, I mean, I think there's something to it. I, I'm not saying that they have him on the trade block, but they're keeping their options open here, right? I mean, give up they, their money. You got a guy right now who's the number one pick in the draft. This is the first time you've been to the finals. He played great basketball throughout. He beat. He's everybody. a big reason why you you beat Denver, Denver, right? In that series, like I don't you gotta pay him, pay yeah. him and move on. Yeah. I think they don't believe that 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 core can can do it. I think that's what it is. They're trying to upgrade this core, but you know, as for as long as they can keep Chris Paul, that's what they're trying to do. I, you know, Chris Paul is a, is a beast, man. Let's yeah, get it straight; he's a beast, and you're going to have some problems because he's a facilitator and he's a leader. And then you look at the other pieces that you have for them. Those are a lot of young guys. And don't sleep also who one of the teams that had the best record last year was Utah Jazz. Yes. yes. A lot of those guys right now are back in the mix. So it scares me if I am uh if I'm a Laker fan out there, the thing about teams you got to get through. Yeah, I mean, it's not going to be easy. Like I said, like I, I don't have the Lakers as like a top favorite, but out of the five teams, you're not going to you're not going to give them that the top five teams to win the, to win it all. How does Westbrook fit in the scenario, Josue? Well, how does he fit when it comes to swinging what? the ball, getting assists, rebounds, second chance opportunities? I think that's something that they, they didn't always that, happen. That, 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 right that isn't that isn't the setup for the Lakers right now. They're not looking for the rebounding. They got that. They got LeBron. They got Anthony Davis. Right. What they need, to me, they're a better team. If you look at Rondo, when he's able to knock down a few shots, keep keep people honest, drive towards the basket, and set the table for all these other guys. Yeah. All right. We'll see. We'll see, all Max. Right. All right. Get up out of here, Max. Let's let's uh, let the people know what you got going on. What's going on, and 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 Maxa. What's on the docket for Maxa? This is the book. That there it is. is. There. If these walls could talk. And you didn't even get your podcast partner a damn book yet. Look at you. Yeah, well, it's coming. If these walls could talk uh, <laughs> by Cedric Maxwell. And um, it'll be, it's, it's, it's out now. It's going to be a good read. There are going to be uh, some nice tidbits in it. Even look for, even look for Cedric Maxwell. Uh, apologizing to his teammates in 1985. Uh, so that that's another story that's going to be in the book. There you go. There you go. It just came out a week ago. It's on Amazon and everywhere, anywhere you get books, you can you can check that out for sure. How did that come together, Max? Tell me a little bit about that. Like, probably, I, uh, I just had like putting a book together. Mike Eisenberg came to me, who is um, he's a uh, uh, author. And he's done a couple of things down in um, in Detroit. If these walls could talk, you know, uh, with uh, Detroit Lions and stuff like that. But for me, it was he caught me at the right moment. He uh, 
he smooths me over Josue by saying, yo, man, number 31 was my favorite number. I wore it in college because of you. And then we had a little interchange about something. And then next thing I know, he's talking about how he was coming to Charlotte, North Carolina this summer and, you know, doing things like that. I mean, I'm just. No, I, he, got smooth. He, he, he smooths you, bro. He, uh, he, 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 he smooths me over. He, he, that was, he that was by design, Max. I don't know if that was it. That's probably, that's probably he, not true. He probably didn't even like number 31. He, he, well, no, he showed me his jersey. <laughs> he, he played for, I want to say he played for Emerson. I think he played for Emerson or Brandeis. One of the two he played for. And uh, he showed me the jersey, uh, the number 31 that he, that he wore. So. I, I just it was it was a good good opportunity for 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 everybody. I can just picture you just laid back on the couch, just telling stories after stories, man. Like pretty much these podcasts that we've been putting exactly together. What I'm doing right now. Subscribe, exactly. damn it! If you ain't, if you don't know, you better know. You know, you <laughs> subscribe. You know, hit that like button so we can keep doing what we doing. We're doing. And uh, and enter as Shaq, Shaq likes to say, "Are you not entertained? Exactly. Are you not entertained, people?" Yes, absolutely. Rate, subscribe to us on iTunes, all uh, platforms where you can stream podcasts. The Cedric Maxwell podcast, of course. That is a wrap for this episode. We'll check you guys out next week.